Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. That's right, it's your girl Tampa Mystic, and it is a busy night over here at the Hype 87.3, man. We've been rocking and rolling and interviewing, but it does not stop here. We do have a special guest checking in all the way from the 225, man. What's going on with you, bro? Man, what's up, Tampa? Hey, listen, this is somebody I've known for a little minute. You know what I'm saying? Definitely out there doing your thing. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself. Man, I go by the name of Faye Marley, uh, one third of the cook. Uh, Baton Rouge artist. I've been in the rap game for a little minute. Off and on, I'll be probably in and out of love with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just um, put out on about to put out and push a new single, um, 100,000. Okay, we're gonna do some promoting and we're gonna be we're gonna see a lot of um men tamper together, yeah. No, that's big facts, man. Well listen again, I appreciate you, you know, taking some time and you know, definitely supporting uh what I got going on. You know, we had trench coat killer that checked in recently and now it's it's your turn to to put that shine on yourself. Um I wanna start with this first before we even take it back. Let's talk about the name Faye Marley. Where did that come from? Well, my real that Faye come from my real name. My name is Fabian, yeah, man. And Marty, um, my partner's them gave me that back in the we was young. I used to have um long hair shit and I smoked a lot. <laughs> so they called me Marty. So when I started rapping, I started off as young Fabe. But I was like, man, I can't go everywhere saying young Fabe and I'm getting older. So see, they already called me Marley, so I just put Fabe Marley to it, you know, so Absolutely. Now everybody call me, you know, Faith Marley. There you go. That makes sense. Well, definitely, I appreciate that. Now, did you grow up in the city of Baton Rouge? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Baton Rouge. Take us back, man, you know, growing up out there as a as a young and as a jit, what was that like for you? I mean, growing up as a jit, I'd say with me, it was, it was more fun because we, we big on family. Uh, my family. We big on family and shit, so, you know, I'm with my cousins, uncles, and everybody else, grandma, grandpa, we close, you know, we still close to this day, like, every Sunday, like, a family reunion, you know, we do big old cookouts and stuff, so, um, I mean, coming up in DR, <clears throat> it taught me a lot, because I was, um, we from the hood, Tampa, Yeah. so I got the experience, like, what it is to be in the hood, from the hood, then we were able to move to, like, you know, a better neighborhood and shit, too, so. I met, you know, I'm in between. I got the streets and the books, you know, so, yeah. That's a, that's a blessing, though. I think, you know, because you, you were able to experience both sides of it and you're here to be able to talk about it, man, that's a blessing because in life we have to be street savvy, but we also have to be book savvy. So, you know, sometimes people only right. have one or the other, but, you know, definitely – I think it's important to know both sides of that, and that's something that you absolutely, you know, understand. Would you go back and, right. and change anything about your childhood if you had the opportunity? Would you leave everything <laughs> as is? No, I wouldn't change nothing because, you know what I'm saying, both sides, streets and, <clears throat> I say, the good, quote, 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 suburb, that should help me to be who I am today, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I ain't nothing to change, like, shit, I... I had a good childhood, like, your mom and dad in the house, you know what I'm saying? Um, we, we ain't really want for nothing, you know what I'm saying? We just seen, if my people that were struggling, we ain't feel it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anything I got out there and done, was, you know, that was my choice, you know what I'm saying? Because we was raised, right? 
There you go. There you go. Is, was your family always supportive of you when you got involved in music? Yeah, they they well they know how. Like I've been sitting. Like I used to be one of them punchline metaphors type. You know what I'm saying? So like all my uncles and cousins them, they know my mama used to be boy something up. <laughs> but like when she see me on shows and shit now and all my um videos. And she hear them talk, she know, she know I'm special with it. <laughs> <laughs> who is yeah. who is your your favorite rapper of all time? All time? Yes. I can't say I have a favorite rapper of all time. Cause I feel like, man, my ear is it it, it, it consists of like a few artists. Understood. So I have a like yeah, I have a like um I started off listening to music, IQ, you know what I'm saying, um, with one of them, um, Bob Marley, of course, um, Mystical Lil Wayne. Mm. I'm a big, I'm a big Wayne fan. Like, if I had to pick one, I'm going I'm to die on the Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> I, I done been through the Wayne era from Block is High to Florida to the Dedications and uh, um, Routes and all the mixtapes of the Carters, you know what I'm saying? So. I'm a Wayne here. No, oh. for real. He's definitely one of the greatest ever. Like, I, I get a lot of artists that tell me he's he's definitely their favorite artist of all time just because he's been around so long and he makes such relatable music. Um, what about right. from your city? Have you been collabing and work with any other artists outside your city or inside your city? Yeah, so when I first started, and I've been in this the minute town, but so I first started, I worked with, like, um, Man, some names like um, Rest in Peace, Young Reddy. Um, we got a cat from here named Level, who's still doing this thing. I didn't collab with Level. Um, let me see. Um, it's a lot of local cats um, I didn't collab with. So, like, I'm in the mix, you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I kind of was behind the scenes and, and fell out of love with it. But um, it's a few it's a few cats. I don't want to miss nobody, so I don't want to go to name in too many. But I done done some collabs with some, with some people out here. Yeah, most definitely. And um, locally, my favorite rapper from BR, he passed away on, um, Lil Handy from Glen Oak. Mm. He was like, if he, you know, if he was still here, he'd be the, the big name from BR. So rest in peace on um, Handy. But yeah, that's my favorite rapper from BR. Definitely, definitely. What what is what is the music scene like out there right now for independent artists? Is it thriving? Man, the music scene, I mean, yeah, because maybe we have, we have to get you down here, Tom, because this one of the cities you can come to, and we don't have to play no outside music. Mm. From the start of the party to the finish, and it's going to roll front to back. You know, so, like, man, the music don't stop here. We got a lot of cats cutting up and representing. I just feel like we just need to pull together and, uh, you know, change the mission. Like, we ain't here to delete each other man we come together we can put it on lock you know so yeah yeah that move got a got a unique sound and um a unique culture down here with the music yeah and historically there's been so much talent over the years that's come out of you know either baton rouge or some surrounding cities you know it's you know dating back to pimp c and you know boosie and you know Kevin Gates, right. and there's just so much talent over the years, including yourself, that's come from, you know, Baton Rouge itself or maybe some surrounding cities. Um, if right. you, what would you say in, in your city, and let's talk about Baton Rouge 
specifically, what's been the most positive change that you've seen over the years when it comes to this hip hop culture? The most positive change I've seen um, was the fact that we even getting lights to bad rules. Like, and I think that come from people like Boosie paving the way on um, where they um, salute the gates. Matter of fact, me and Gates, is, that's another artist that I collab with, you know what I'm saying, coming up. And um, they paved the way. And I say once Young Boy got that torch, man, he just, <laughs> he, he brought it down here. He's like the attention here, like, they know how you know how we coming with the music and, and we represent. So I say all of them play a part into like you know what I'm saying putting Baton Rouge on the map and and, and represent for us. Definitely. Would you say that the era of pressing up CDs is still relevant, or do you think that's a thing of the past? Man, that's funny you asked that because I just had, before we started this interview, I had to stop at the store and get a flash drive. So inside the flash drive, I seen CDs. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I missed some days. And like, me too. <laughs> but yeah, like that's, that's like, um, man, that's my era there, like printing them up, passing them out, and you know what I'm saying, getting active before social media. So, but I'll say, yeah, I think those days are over, but you know, shit changed ever so often. So we don't never know what might come back in style, you know. So, right. I right. mean, with the click of your phone, everything's done by the phone now. So the CDs, that's like, man, that's when you had to get out there and work. I feel like that phone is a, it's an advantage if you know how to use it, but it made it made the, the artist lazy. It did. You are absolutely right. Yeah. It made the are a lot of these younger artists, and I'm not afraid to say it, but it made a lot of these young younger artists lazy because they feel like. All they got to do is post on social media. But at the same time, the artists need to take a stand because these digital platforms, it's a bittersweet. Sure, you can get your music to the masses because of Spotify or Apple Music, but it's insulting what they're paying the artists. Like it's an insult to you guys as artists that they're barely paying you a fraction of a cent per stream. Like that is ridiculous to me. Right. So that's why I was like, when you hear me about my social media, I'm like, man, I really don't do the social media channel, but I know I got to being in the music game and my man, I got partners that get on my head about like I need to be active on social media. But I'm so old school with it, that's probably why I shy away from this shit a lot too. Cause I don't feel like man, I don't feel like if I post something I done my work. I feel like I gotta get in your face, you know what I'm saying? I agree. So yeah, I gotta, you know, shake hands and kiss babies, let you know like, man, this is what I got. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. This is a question I've been wanting to ask the right artist. And I'm going to ask you because you've been doing music for a while, right? Right. And I want you to keep it G with me. Do you feel like that there's a divide between DJs and artists, meaning that DJs are not breaking artists like they used to? Yeah, I've been feeling like that. I made songs about that type of shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like they got their pick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, by them having their pick and shit, like, I just feel like, man, you remember how it used to be like, man, a DJ, uh, it's like back then when they was breaking a song, man, he was enjoying breaking the song. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, like everybody going to win with it, but I feel like, now on the artists, it's it, it's both to blame, you know what I'm saying? The artists will go big and forget, you know what I'm saying, the DJ. Yes. And the DJ might have connection with 
bigger artists, so they forgetting about the upcoming artists. When man, it all it takes is is, is them, them to work together, and it could be something special. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I feel like it's a disconnect somewhere between the two. I agree. I agree. And 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 I was thinking about this and had this conversation with somebody a couple of days ago, and my conclusion to that is I feel like when the mixtape era kind of faded out is when the the DJ breaking the artist faded out around that same time. Because right. think about some of these big mixtape DJs. That's what they were doing. They were really breaking artists. They were going hard for these artists, you know, like the DJ right. dramas and, you know, uh, the Khaleds. And now there's such a disconnect there. So I was just curious about that to see if the artists were on the same page with that. So I feel like that, I don't know, somehow we got to change the narrative and get the DJs back to breaking these artists, but also the artists being grateful for the DJs that are breaking them. And it also could be because of social media too, Slick. Yeah, I think social media play a part. So what I do, now you know, like, you know, I, how you met me, like I was advocating for trench coat killer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So what I do, like if I hit the club, man, I'm approaching the DJ with, look, what you drinking? I'm sending them a drink mm. and probably sending them send them a payment. Yes. Man, I need you to break this. You know what I'm saying? I'm introducing myself, showing them what I got to marketing, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's all about the approach, too, because a lot of artists, too, though I say both is to blame, a lot of artists feel entitled. Yes, yes, you know what I'm saying? yes. Like, like, oh, I got this following on social media, you're supposed to know me. Nah, man, that ain't how that works. You might have that following. But, man, go introduce yourself the right way to that DJ or whoever, you know what I'm saying? And and then present present your product to them. But, man, it's, it's just, it go both ways. No, that's facts. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of artists out here that are social media famous, but it doesn't, they right. can't pack out arenas. They're just right. famous on social media. So it has them thinking that they, like you said, are entitled. So thank you for being transparent and honest about that. So what are some of the things right. that you're doing right now in your city to get your name and your face out there? You know, you're with us tonight on Hype 87.3, so we definitely appreciate that. But what are some of the things you're doing locally right now? Man, locally, really, we um we just did a show uh, right before Christmas at Chelsea Live. Uh, we have another show coming up this Friday. So I'm really just um getting back in the groove of doing this music, um, falling back in love with it. And um man, I'm just, you know, putting the music out there, um, everybody I run across. And what I've been doing also I, I see a lot of people like this. You know, you might post something on social media, but I send it to everybody in my contact list individually. Yes. So it make it more intimate, like, oh, you know what I'm saying, you want me to check this out? So I I've been getting a better response doing that. Yes. So, like, I send it out one by one all day. I don't care. Like, and they responded back, man, I like that. You're killing me. Why you stop? They got a lot of questions. You know what I'm saying? But I say this, too. Um, my following, they never stop. Like, even no matter I took a few years off, every time they see me, they, man, when you coming with something else? So I, uh, I appreciate them for that. 
Absolutely. Your core fan base is going to ride or die with you. They're going to be there with you through that thick and thin. And it sounds like that's what you have built is a real core fan base. And again, that's what a lot of these younger artists lack. They have that social media fan base, but that's not a real deal core fan base. You have that, the streets behind you. When, and to me, that's your most organic fan base is the streets. They're going to stay with you through thick and thin, that longevity. Right. Yeah, so I've just been getting back and saying I got like, I got a lot of support and love, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm one of them ones. If I make it, man, a lot of people going to make it. You know, I ain't getting in closing no door. Like, I help who I can help now behind the scenes, and I don't need no credit for it. Like, man, I just, I know if I get a foot in the door, we all get a foot in, you know what I'm saying? So man. I get a lot of love. That's love right there. What what keeps what brings you back? Because I heard you say that you know you've kind of like you know went in and went out a few times, which definitely happens for a lot of musicians. You know what what is it that drives you back to the music industry? Man, so I was done. <laughs> and man, I was done. Like trench coat killer hit me up. Listen to this. I'm loving this music. But he he is the reason that I'm back, and I have a partner named um, Chad. So me talking to them every day and hearing Trent's music and Trent was doing shows by itself, like, you know what I'm saying? And I just was just falling back, knowing if I had a hand in it, it could have, you know, escalated what he had going on a little, you know what I'm saying, maybe a lot. But either way, I just was sitting back and, man, his music was so good and he, he never stopped sending his music. So I'm like, damn, this is sounding good. I'm, I'm starting to like the music again. Then I have a partner named Chad. But Chad calling me like, man, what kind of friend you is? You got Trent out here by himself when you do this shit. He's like, man, you ain't no real friend, man. What you doing? So he, he called me out on my bullshit. Yeah. I, I'm thankful to have, like, people in my corner like that that call me out when I'm tripping. So when he gave me a pep talk and got on my ass, like, man, you need to be out there with him. Man, I immediately picked that pen up, and, man, I – um. Right now, we, I'm doing this interview live uh, from my from my our own studio, the Cook Studio. So I put the money into our own studio, and um, shit, man, we ain't stopping. Like I, I had a CD called um, Cold Print. It was set to drop, right? Just so I can join Trenchy back out here in um franchise. But man, that was pressed up. I had the artwork ready. I snapped again on um, Tampa and went into my writer's bag and scratched that CD. Mm. So now what I'm um the hundred thousand that I'm promoting now is going to be on uh, my project called Ghetto Poetry. Ghetto Poetry, so, I like that. Yeah, so it's um I'm snapping on that, so I'm just trying to get back to that old phase where I'm loving recording every night. I am recording every night. You know, the more you do it, the better you get. And um man, I'm Trenchy and Chad, man, they got me back at the music thing. Man, that is beautiful. I'm so glad that you got people around you that help you get that that energy back because, you know, sounds like music has been a passion for you for many, many years. Um, let's talk yeah. a little bit about Ghetto Poetry. Is it going to be an EP or a full album? It's going to be an EP. I'm just, uh, it's really ready. I'm just, just trying to get the hype behind it. See, that's my thing with this music. Too. Now that the internet is um, going, I don't know how to get like a buzz build up to me to drop something. Cause I'm used to like, um, man, I'm used to getting out here 
passing out posters and flyers and, you know what I'm saying, the old way. So now I'm trying to learn, like, man, how I get this button? So they like, man, look, create content. Everything is about content. You it know is. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, like right now, I'm in the I'm in the studio talking to you, but I got the camera set up. We recording interviews. Oh, that's dope. So, that is really, really see, yeah. and that's what you have to do. And in, in my, you know, you my homie. I'm gonna keep a G with you. My biggest right. piece of advice that I can offer you, and it's so simple. Take your Instagram off private. I promise you, you're going to see a bigger influx of people coming in because a lot of people don't follow people if their account's private, just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? So I would say take your Instagram off of private. That way you can start putting ads on your post. And if you need me to help you show you how to do that, putting the ads on there, because that's going to be a great way to generate new traffic to your page. And you don't even have to spend a lot. You could spend $5 here, $10 there by putting those ads out there. So when you posting all this new content, everything you post, you're going to want to put an ad on it. Because for me personally, I put an ad on everything I post, even if it's just a photo, because the way, yeah, because the way uh, Instagram algorithm is now, like a lot of our own followers don't see our stuff. They because they want us to spend money with them. So they're forcing us to pay for these ads. And uh, so I would definitely suggest doing that, especially leading up to releasing the EP. So we can talk about that more offline because I can help you show you how to get them ads set up. It's really simple to do, but it's going to be really an effective way through social media, you know, to get some more traction to your page. So we'll definitely talk about that. But how many songs are going to be on Ghetto Poetry? Man, so far I got six, but I'm steady going in every night. I'm probably gonna record some when we finish this, so I can't give a number, but I can give you. I can tell you it's gonna be some quality on that, you know. So it's a few artists from Baton Rouge that I want to work with that I haven't worked with yet. So I'm uh, reaching out, you know. So and that'd be a hard part too, cause I don't like reaching out, cause you never know how you know somebody's feeling or who the woo. So right, understood. I, I'm, all this shit is kind of new I'm learning so um, yeah I'm just you know ain't no number but it's gonna be some good music so the songs that you already have for the EP are they songs that you created specifically for the EP yeah that's all all them songs you probably hear me holler ghetto poetry yeah so I went in like a different bag uh, me and franchise was at the casino one night and we just went to running some stuff, and he like, yeah, this is different from Cold Front. And, like, you know, so I want each, each thing that I do, I want it to get better and better and better. So these songs here specifically for um, Ghetto Poetry. Love it. It is 100,000 going to be on the EP? Yeah, 100,000 on the EP. Is there a visual for yeah, that so, yet? Yeah, I got a video out now. Um, I haven't really released it, released it. It's, it's out. But it's on YouTube on Fade Marley Hundred Thousand. But I'm gonna give it a proper release, maybe in like a week after this this interview come out. Dope, dope. That's that's what's up, man. Yeah, because people love seeing them visuals. So Hundred Thousand officially out on all the digital platforms, right? Yeah, the song is out on all streaming platforms, and the video is out on um you know YouTube. We shot the um we shot the Texas on um, Houston, Texas. I'm I'm there a lot. And um, shot that video, uh, hundred thousand. 
So make sure anybody that's tuned in, checked in, you go check it out. Is your YouTube channel listed under Fabe Marley? Yeah, YouTube channel Fabe Marley. Um, right now I'm kind of operating off the Elegant Ratchetness page for the cook, but I'm um, probably going to turn that into the Fabe Marley page. So um, be looking for that. That's going to probably be um, the Fabe Marley. So. So that's what I'm talking about. Listen, if there's, you know, any tips or piece of advice that I can ever offer you, you know, I don't know everything, but I know a little bit of, about a lot, if that makes sense. <laughs> you oh, know. yeah, man, look, I'm, you know I ain't scared to hit you up, and I got to come bless one of y'all showcases out there. Man. man, facts. I probably, if I had to take a guess, our next one, we usually do them once a quarter. We just had one in December, so the next one will probably be in April. We always do one every year for my birthday bash, so that'll probably be the next one. Um, so okay. I'll definitely keep you in tune with that because you gotta come bless it, especially for my G day. Like it's it's a big one oh, for yeah. me. It's a big. I'm turning a big five zero on my next birthday, so it's like oh for real. Yes, oh, man, look, we coming with the gift and the whole thing. <laughs> it's a we milestone. Yeah, so we gotta be in attendance, man. Bring the whole Bat Rouge with you. <laughs> oh yeah, we coming out for you, man. That's facts. Well, listen, bro, we about to get into this record called Hundred Thou. Who produced this record? Man, it's actually a producer I ran across on um, Beat Stars. I've been getting a lot of beats from him, and yeah. uh, I'm liking his style. He kind of, um, forget his name, I don't want to mess his name up. But he kind of got that Baton Rouge sound mixed yeah. with the industry feel. So I just wrote this. Um, Man, I had, you know, I own a few businesses, and um, I had not came up, ran my bag up, you know. And shit, I just came with the hook and just got the rapping about, you know, experiences out of experience within me running my bag up, you know what I'm saying? Like, just all kind of things, like losing partners, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, friendships and all kind of stuff. So, you know, I just I just put it all in the music, man. Man, that's what's up, man. I, I definitely respect your hustle. You got a lot going on out here. You know, for everybody tuned in, you can be on the lookout, you know, coming fairly soon, the Ghetto Poetry EP the single hundred thou is out now everywhere. So I always encourage everybody to go run them streams up, head over to YouTube, subscribe to his YouTube channel, you know, go ahead and check out the visual, but we about to get into this record before we do that. Tell everybody where they can follow you out on your social media. Man, look, so I have no official social media right now, but you can check my content out at elegant ratchetness. That's on Instagram. I'm on YouTube, on uh, Faye Marley. You know, so if you need me, my email is fave.marley at gmail.com. That's D-O-T spelled out. Um, to the number to get at me, 225-505-0106. Man, I work with anybody. You can have an animal, and we can get it. We can link up and do a phone together. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm back. I'm falling back in love with it. You need me. If you know Tampa, hit Tampa. She'll get at me, so. Man, let's work. I want to work with um a lot of, I see a lot of artists you post, and it's a few Atlanta artists that I want to get up with. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some dope talent out here, and it's always good to connect and uh, collab with artists outside of your city because that opens you up to a new market, new potential fan base. Right, and I'm going to claim a, uh, 
I'm gonna put this in the in the atmosphere. Now me and the baby gonna get together, yeah. There you go. Manifest it. Yeah. Manifest, manifest that. that I know that's yeah. right. That's what you gotta do, man. You have to talk about it as if it already exists. I'm big on manifesting stuff because if you don't believe it for yourself, it'll never happen. So yeah, that's feature oh, coming yeah. soon. <laughs> Yeah, that feature coming. And he better strap up because I ain't standing down on that feature either. Uh, hey, I know that's right. You're going to give better. him a run for his money. Yeah, I got two pins in my hand. You better be ready for <laughs> I love your energy, man. Definitely. I, I look forward to working with you more. Like I said, if you ever want to just pick my brain on anything, if there's anything I can help you with, it'd be my pleasure to do so because I, I respect your hustle. You know what I'm saying? I really respect what you got going on. Is there anybody that Appreciate you want to shout out to? Absolutely. Anybody you want to shout out to? Um, shout out to you and bigger what y'all got going on up there because that kind of um helped like me fall back in, in love with this shit. Just to hit the road, catch the plane, and come do an interview with y'all. That shit like was like a highlight of our year last year. Yes. Um, my team, the cook, um, my family, you know, to my kids and God, you know, most of all, because without God, you know, ain't none of this popping. So um. That's it, man. I just want to say, if you ain't a supporter, man, come check out what I dropped. You're going to like something over here, you know? Big facts, man. Well, again, I appreciate you taking some time tonight. We got the homie Fabe Marley checking in right here on the Hype 87.3. Y'all stay tuned because DJ T Money's coming up next. But we about to get into this record, 100,000. Go ahead and introduce it for us. Hey, hey, this is your boy Fabe Marley, man. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. One third of the cook. This is my new single. Hundred thousand, man. If you running your bag up legally, illegally, however you scamming, whatever, man. Look, tap into this, man, and look, come follow me, man, on Elegant Rashness and YouTube, Fade Marley, man. Straight like that. Let's go. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype eighty-seven point three. Shit, young and in his bag again. All my haters work 
for me. Hold up, let me pledge a man. All my haters work for free, and that's how I'm supposed to be. That many talk about me so much, they be promoting me. My first fifty thousand dollars, that shit changed my life. My first hundred thousand dollars, that shit saved my life. I took a chance, gambled on love, and I paid the price. So fuck love, fuck love. I had to say it twice. I'm in love with the money, keep it coming, grind all night and hustle all day. Swain have it turned to the boss like tender dig niggas turning hoes in the house like more money, more problems. That's what biggest said. Power in the tongue, ready to die. Uh-uh. Now biggie dead. I know so many niggas died chasing fetty. Was out you on the ground, rest in peace, my nigga ready. Where I'm from, they all some crabs in the bucket shit. So I've been doing everything on my bucket list. Don't trust a soul, man. Be careful who you fucking with. Don't trust these hoes, man. Be careful when you fuck a bitch. My first fifty thousand dollars, that shit changed my life. My first hundred thousand dollars, that shit saved my life. I took a chance, gambled on love, and I paid the price. So fuck love, fuck love. I had to say it twice. I'm in love with the money, keep it coming, grind all night and hustle all day. 